When the sun goes down every night, where does it go? What happens if you microwave a smaller microwave? All of these questions you can find the answer to on this Paranormal Life. Hello, hello, listeners. Welcome to This Paranormal Life, the best, the number one award nama winning <laughs> podcast on the internet, hosted by myself, Roy Powers, and my accomplished Kit Greer. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. It's so great. You are listening to This Paranormal Life. If you haven't listened before, every week on this show, we investigate a brand new paranormal beast, tale, claim, story, legend, cave painting. We're not picky. Anything, really. I saw a weird bit of dirt on the floor and we talked about it for three hours. Yeah, I burnt my toast the other day and I said it was the new veil of Turin. It was Jesus Christ <laughs> himself face in my toast. I mean, I was convinced on that. There was a double yes. <laughs> right there in the spot. The melted butter looked like a halo, all right? I frantically reached for my iPhone to record a quick 30-second podcast to <laughs> confirm it. But I accidentally zoned out and ate it. <laughs> you ate the second coming. Um, <laughs> at the end of every episode, we come to a conclusion as to whether or not whatever we're talking about is real or false. Mm. We also on this podcast don't like to dilly dally, beat around the bush, wank around the corner, whatever little phrase you want to. <laughs> no one used the last one. Uh, so let's just dive right in here and wank in a straight line. Please don't. We start our journey into the unknown 19 years ago, the year 2000. That was the year I was born. In the small Mexican town of Colonia Agricola Oriental. UFO fan and paranormal enthusiast Salvador Guerrero went up to his rooftop to prepare for some stargazing and maybe UFO spotting that evening. He set up his gear, his fold-out chair, but before it even got dark... That's his paranormal gear? <laughs> he's not a wealthy man, all right? He's he's pursuing a life as a paranormal investigator, My, which, as we know, is not a lucrative business. My other field operations tech kit... A uh, soda can holder and a pouch for my snacks for the night. Look, being a paranormal investigator, it's it's a drain on the resources. If I am a little short this month, who am I going to ask for a loan? Bigfoot? Uh-oh, uh -oh. I can't uh -oh. find him. He's rich, though. <laughs> he's, could, he's loaded. could find him. He gets royalties from the Patterson footage. He's been around for so long. I think he, he probably has, like... A dime piece from the 1300s. Yeah. So by today's inflation standards, he's a millionaire. He's rocking big Yeezys. <laughs> he's a wealthy cryptid. Look, he's got, he's got his gear out. He's ready to do some investigating. But before it even got dark, he noticed something strange in the distance. Something hovering in the sky. It wasn't a bird. It wasn't a plane. Could it be what he was looking for? Well, disappointingly, it wasn't even a UFO. Huh. This thing was human-sized. It was human-sized? Human-sized. As the object floated closer to Salvador, he grabbed his video camera and zoomed in as far as it could go. It wasn't a UFO. It was something even stranger. It was a human. Is that stranger? Sure, a human is maybe not as strange, but if you're a UFO enthusiast looking for UFOs and all you see is just a floating man in this in the night sky. Right, well, I forgot about the floating thing. I, I thought you just meant in general what was stranger than a UFO, a human. Well, not really. Yeah, it's not just another guy in a rooftop just being like, hey, Sal, out hunting again? <laughs> what? 
What? You can talk? How did you get up here? You uh, floating <laughs> demon. Yes, this is a this is a human hovering in the air. That's pretty strange. I'll give you that. Give you that. There are no wings, no parachutes, just a human body floating ominously in the air. We need more details. What do you mean? Like human, man, woman, child, uh, clothed, uh, naked? This thing is quite far away, even with the camera zoomed in at max. <laughs> oh, and he tried. <laughs> he tried. Trust me. We're looking at a speck, a speck on the lens here, folks. The body was rotating slowly with his arms slightly outstretched. Of course. The body floated off until it was out of sight. But luckily, Salvador had caught the entire experience on camera. Really? Yeah, because this is what happens. This is the luxury of investigating a case that took place 19 years ago. People have cameras. People have iPhones. Maybe. I don't remember. Probably not. But they have video equipment. So we can actually get a view of these paranormal things that... A lot of the times, we don't have the luxury of being able to look at. And this is in the golden age of handheld cameras. Back then, you know, the mini DV cameras had just taken off. Everybody's asshole stepdad was <laughs> was videoing them, like, rolling around a skate park, doing shitty little skateboard tricks. Absolutely. Um, Saying, oh, that's one for the scrapbook. Kit, shut the f*** up, stepdad! Won't you call me dad? <laughs> Hell no! Look at this 360 flow! <laughs> I wasn't filming. I know, that's why I did it, asshole! Compared to today, where unfortunately cameras are everywhere, but if that happened today, there would be a little, like, Snapchat doggy filter on that (laughs) human. face, yeah. It's a TikTok. It's happening to Britney Spears' toxic. You know, people aren't going to take it seriously. Back then, you have that shaky handycam footage that gives it that realistic That we all know and love. Now, granted, I could not find the video. What?! (laughs) How dare you, sir? Build us up. But I did because I, I like I, you I gotta searched. Trust me, it exists, bro. It's probably a lot of places on the internet, just not the places I can find it. I searched a lot of places. I couldn't find it, but I did find uh, a screenshot from the video. Oh, Jesus, so Christ. we can see. Excuse me. What? I bring in prime what? evidence to the table here and you're 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 refusing to even this, take a peek. This is wagyu level evidence. This is Kobe beef. I'm serving up to you and you're saying hell no. What kind of asshole paranormal paranormal investigator, not you, but just whoever created the screenshot, created the screenshot and didn't just save the video. So bizarre. It, the fact that I'm still showing you the screenshot should let you know that this is some pretty convincing evidence i suppose you know back in the day you you find the video and you're like you know what i want this to last a long time so i'm gonna upload it to e-bombs world e-bombs world's never gonna go darn man e-bombs world's gonna outlive me but just to be safe and you know what a backup on myspace can't hurt hell bebo too bebo flash player flashbox I gotta make it my flashbox on Bebo, so I know it's immortal. <laughs> well, you know what? F*** it. While I'm at it, I'm just gonna make a will to my future family. <laughs> I gotta make an audio will and download it to my Zune. <laughs> Everyone will have it then. This guy's investing in all the wrong tech, all the wrong technology. He's so broke. Um, <laughs> Needless to say, he has nothing to give to the next generation. <laughs> you could have the Zune you're listening to this on. <laughs> To my oldest son, Trevor, the, the best uh, son a father could ask for, I leave my pager um, <laughs> to guide him in the years of becoming a man. He's like, our dad was such a f-ing clown. <laughs> 
to, to, to my wife, Deirdre, I leave uh, this expired milk carton. It's like, that went bad while he was alive. I just don't think he understands a concept pr- of things be, going wrong. Be pretty useful, though, if you empty it out, clean it out, keep some snacks in there. You want to see this, uh, this, this screenshot from the video? F*** it, why not? Feast your eyes on your first view of the Mexican floating humanoids. <laughs> what, human... Obviously, uh, kid is going through something in the the medical profession we call humorously stunned. He just his body is, I think, revolting. It sounds like he's laughing, but obviously he's he's his soul is being awakened. Thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, don't laugh while you say it. This is. <laughs> I'm glad this is a joke to you. All right, because I I I search pretty damn hard to find that screenshot. Yeah, it's not a, it's not the whole thing, but it's a piece of it. So the. F- up thing is i can't prove that it's not what he said it is this is thank you for listening to this paranormal life that's the conclusion that's the height of paranormal uh, conviction this is a humanoid figure dark against a gray background nice. now, i can't tell <laughs> is it nice i can't tell if the gray background is indeed a sort of mexican twilight sky it is or if it is a bed sheet or a piece of paper. Look, uh, the handy cam was at max zoom. You're going to lose some resolution. You are right. At that point. You are right. But the, that, that is the shape of a human floating in the sky. Uh, kind a of. chubby little human man. I mean, it looks like on the on the one hand, a chubby little human man. On the other hand, maybe the pie symbol. Uh, How dare you? It's, I mean, that's, that's the level of abstract geometry we're working with here. It's a, it's a black smudge. It, it kind of could be anything. With definition, let's not say it's a black smudge. I almost want to say he shouldn't have zoomed in with the red, big red circle. I think it's more convincing from far away. It really is. Yeah. The, so, so for those listening at home, we were talking about a, a picture here, a tiny little man floating in the air, but they have done kind of like a super zoom onto the man itself. And it does make it look a little bit more ridiculous. Because from far away, I mean, it looks like a guy floating in the air. Yeah. Like, like that could be Superman in the movies when he takes off into the sky and people are looking in the distance. But yeah, what, you know, that when that camera is at max zoom and then you punch in even further. You're not seeing much. You're seeing the actual pixels. You're seeing the actual fibers on the bed sheet. So Salvador obviously called the police immediately. Obviously. So he's not a complete professional paranormal investigator because never call the cops that's rule number one they're not our friends no it's silly idea when i spray painted the jungle gym i didn't brag to the teachers you know what i'm saying no when i have I, no idea when i saying. stole that old woman's purse i didn't tell a detective about it i just stole the contents so now you're just thr- talking about crime what <laughs> yeah. does this have to do with the paranormal just anything like when i hit that car when i was parking I didn't right. leave a note. Still a crime. Yeah, but you I'm saying... should have left the note. I'm saying, you know, if you're gonna you're gonna do something sneaky, like investigate so the paranormal... So you knew you were gonna hit the car? Yeah, I it knew I was gonna hit the car. Then. If it was an accident, I would have left a note. That's just common courtesy. Granted, the graffiti on the playground, the purse. I knew that was coming. Not an accident, yeah. That was, so I was premeditated. Absolutely. And I never told anyone about it. Until now. Until now. He called and said, Now look here. Above the city, I spotted a floating human. Not a bird, not a plane, a human floating in the sky like a magical jellyfish. The police take record of the report, but don't take it too seriously. Obviously, you wouldn't. Mm -hmm. That is until 
more calls start coming in. More sightings in the skies of Mexico, all in the same area as well. Amando Marquez was one of the people who reported seeing something in the sky. Just like Salvador, he zoomed in with a video camera. <laughs> Everyone and has saw, the same video camera. <laughs> and saw a humanoid figure floating through the air in a horizontal position with his legs outstretched. Wow. Creepy stuff. I mean, I guess. More just confusing. It's, it genuinely creeps me out a little bit. When I think of like humans floating ominously in the sky, I'm like... This is the apocalypse. They're going up, and I'm worried that I ain't. Yeah, you, you start jumping up and down the spot, just seeing if it'll take. If I, if I could, like, you know, give Jesus a little help. Yeah, just like a little one-up. I think if I get maybe the motion started, he's like, fine, yeah, come on. Yeah, like you tried, I guess. Yeah, but instead, I'm batting away the demon hands. I can smell the burning flesh. I jumped off a rooftop to fly, but I hit the ground. And, uh-oh, suicide's a sin. I'm going straight down, brother. It's kind of hard to navigate hell with two broken ankles. Turns out. It's also hard to jump to heaven. <laughs> yeah, I'm just imagining that like scene from The Matrix where Neo tries to jump across the building. That's you trying to get into heaven. I'm doing it. I'm a floating man. And then you're slowly down. I know what you mean. The floating man is a little bit creepy because we're used to seeing uh, men floating. Like I say, the likes of Superman, the kind of people who have the ability to fly, not just people who creepily just sort of spread their limbs and stand there in the sky. Yeah. Trust me, if they were like one arm forward, yeah. straight line, Superman in it across the cape. sky, that's kind of cool. That's kind of badass. Just floating there. Like if Superman showed up and he was like, like saved a bunch of kids from like a school bus hitting them. But he goes, they're like, we love you, Superman. And he's like, remember, kids, stay in school. And then his body went limp. <laughs> and he just kind of floated. Off his eyes the- rolled back into his head. <laughs> Maybe that wasn't Superman. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like a possessed puppet. Yeah, it's like, I would be genuinely really worried. (laughs) It's like, Superman, do you have control over your own body? (laughs) (laughs) He can't hear you. He's too flown away. (laughs) Like, not even gracefully. He's like bumping against walls like a loose balloon. Like he's kind of caught in a tree, but his eyes are so back in his head. (laughs) You think he's just gone? Next time we'll call Batman. Batman rolls Batman, down the street. Batman's asleep at the wheel, a Batmobile <laughs> is just bashing into walls. In July that year, another human was spotted flying nearby an active volcano. Holy shit. Later in October, an airline pilot and co-pilot were preparing to land in Mexico City when they radioed down to the tower. Uh tower this is flight 319 from dallas uh the descent for landing has been delayed as there is a tiny flying man uh just off the side of the plane over i'm pretty sure this is an episode of the twilight zone and not real life that's right a tiny little flying man (laughs) wearing what appeared to be a backpack although this time instead of just floating there the human matched the altitude and speed of the aircraft for some time before flying off. The man seemed to be holding on to the wing for dear life. He seemed to be very cold, in fact. We're, th- this is a little time later. I think this is maybe a year later or so. So we're seeing some sort of evolution here taking place. First, floating humans. Now, a floating human with a backpack who seems to be matching the speed and altitude of a goddamn Boeing. <laughs> 
I mean, how fast do those things fly? Like a few hundred miles an hour. Absolutely, yeah. These two pilots were professional pilots, never had anything like this happen before in their lives. <laughs> never smoked crack in their lives. <laughs> Definitely not. But the pilot and co-pilot both confirmed this sighting. Just, you know, some more evidence. Yeah, it's Just pretty good cross-corroborating evidence. It's all building up. It's all snowballing. That's what I like to say. And guess what? That snowball's becoming a snowman a year later. <laughs> a snow flying man just <laughs> limp in the sky. Well, how is he up there? Surely the snow would melt. A year later, in 2005, a man named Horatio Roquette filmed another humanoid-like object floating across the sky. But this time was different as well. Horatio was out walking with his sister on a clear day when they both saw a tall figure cruising across the sky, leering down at them menacingly. So he was pretty close. Yeah. You gotta be pretty close to Lear. Because this wasn't super zoom on a handycam. No, this, this was, was normal super zoom, zoom with the human eyes. On the eyes. The figure was on top of a strange device that glowed red as its legs dangled underneath. The video oh. the video was sent to police and has become one of the most famous videos that captured the strange Mexican floating humans. If you don't have this video... I have a screenshot, sir. No! That is sir. not good enough! <laughs> sir, I could not locate what do you mean? It's the most famous. Christ. It's the most famous video that no one's ever seen because it doesn't exist. Look, this is, it's famous because it's so real, but because it's so real, that makes it classified information. How can something be famous and classified? You ever heard of Area 51? That's pretty famous and classified. Touche, sir. <laughs> I have a screenshot from the video of this humanoid figure riding this red craft. Do you want to see it? Because it's the best I'm, you're going to get. You're not giving... You're just showing me the computer now. I don't have an get, option. Get ready for a big old yes. <laughs> <laughs> I hear laughing. That's usually good. So that means, that means good. the truth is coming. <laughs> it is 7.12 a.m. 2005, Mexico City. Uh, and I don't know if that clock is correct. I want to go on the record. <laughs> there appears to be the same uh, figure as before, now riding some sort of sky snowmobile with uh, some sort of infinity cube or all spark uh, <laughs> inside it, growing purple. It looks like one of those tiny kids' cars that like it looks like a full car, but for a child. Yeah. And he's just kind of sat on it, riding it across the sky. The proportions of... Uh, humanoid to craft are that of Bowser in Mario Kart riding a tiny ma- like cart. It's quite, it's quite disturbing, like worrying, isn't it? Because, <laughs> e- like, even if that was your craft that you were riding, guys, this is not a big craft. <laughs> it's very small. It's extremely tiny. Uh, this is this is borderline a Green Goblin situation where he's riding some sort of small disc. <laughs> Imagine if the Green Goblin tried to wash and dry his glider and it shrank exponentially <laughs> to an embarrassingly small size, but he still had to fight Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So he's like, Ha-ha! Spider-Man! I've come! It's like, is your glider... I mean, it, it was bigger yesterday, I swear to God. No! It looks like it's overheating. <laughs> I think you should slow down, old man. It's fine. I designed it to be aerodynamic. Whoop, 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 whoop. That's the bad. That's a bad one. Maybe if I, I'll just use one foot. <laughs> He's like uh, doing like a flamingo pose on it. <laughs> it's 
Spider-Man, have you got some sort of power pack for me to charge? <laughs> Can we reschedule? <laughs> Spider-Man's like, you're supposed to be smart. Why did you wash technology <laughs> in a tumble dryer? I rolled it through dog shit. <laughs> now we've got two very convincing pieces of evidence. The original floating man and this new floating humanoid riding on this strange red craft. So I'm getting the feeling you're not convinced. Not yet. Uh, you know... <laughs> hey, that's fair. You've given that's me fair. a couple screenshots, but I wanted the videos. I needed that extra level of evidence. Well, I can't say that I got anything better coming your way, but I do have one final encounter. If you thought things were strange before, they're only going to get stranger. A police officer named Leonardo Samanigo was out on patrol late one night, driving around the Benito Juarez borough of Mexico City. You know, it was your typical patrol, cruising around in a cop car. Hell yeah. Keeping an eye on the streets. That sort of vibe. Maybe, you know, having a donut, loading and unloading Maybe, yeah, gun. letting off a couple rounds just into the sky out the, out the window. Keep, keeping people afraid. Yeah, let people know what's up. Yeah. Leonardo drove down a road to the quiet tree line of the forest, when all of a sudden, something large and black fell from the trees. He watched it soar through the air until, whoosh, it started hovering right before it hit the ground. That's not a good sign. Because it can levitate. That's not good. There was no time to radio this in. There was no time to do things by the book. There's no protocol for floating objects. They don't teach you that in police academy. They teach you how to point and shoot. I know. I think there's a protocol for just about anything a, a policeman could encounter. Absolutely not. Sometimes if someone comes up to you and they're like, uh, I just need uh, directions because I, I don't have my... Point and shoot. No way. You gotta just That lead. person, what? Sometimes you get that gut feeling. And that gut feeling is the butt feeling. As I, as I butt someone with my rifle. They shouldn't have given me that on day one. It is absolutely not yeah. part of the loadout for a police officer. You didn't survive 24 hours in the academy, bud. So I don't know why you're saying this on the cast. Yeah, but I think they were pretty biased. Because uh, I could tell from the get-go they didn't actually want me to make the force. So Yeah, you tried to... Uh, you tried to butt the training officer. I, it was a power play. I tried to arrest my commanding officer. You grabbed his gun and tried to butt him with it. Yeah, to show how 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 unsecure it was. Uh, he's in friendly territory, but there are enemies everywhere. You're not in the army. Like, what is this friendly territory? argument he said please take a seat and i said you're under arrest and i launched at him with a right hook and he floored me this how's was, that fair this was like a community center careers day by the way this wasn't even in the academy <laughs> sir, sir are you interested in pursuing a career in the armed forces you're under arrest <laughs> Swing. He absolutely takes me out. He's in the middle of saying, oh! I'm, I'm not in the police, right as he gets knocked the F out. Leonardo eased his car forward, trying to get a better look at the object. As his headlights poured over the humanoid figure, everything was revealed. It was a horrible, decrepit-looking old woman with dark skin and eyes that were just black sockets. Whoa. Startled, the witch-like creature flew towards the car, but dazed by the car headlights, lost control and smashed into the windshield. Leonardo later said, She threw herself against my car very fast, falling on the car and hitting the windshield. 
I was so shocked I put the car in reverse and pushed the accelerator, trying to get away while requesting backup assistance by radio. She was furiously trying to get at me with her claws while I was calling desperately for backup assistance. Which isn't gonna, like, if you hold down, because presumably it works like a walkie-talkie, right? Yeah. You push the button. Um, and usually if you're a police officer, you'll hear like, you know, you know, uh, we got a, we got a 218 down on, uh, Maple Street, uh, requesting, uh, assistance from all available cop cars. If you push it down while your car is speeding in reverse and a witch is clawing at your windshield, (laughs) there's no codes. There's There's no no protocol. You just point and shoot. You point and shoot, brother. You hold that button down and you scream, there's a Witch on my vehicle and gunshots going Ring off. bullets Ring ammo. reaching I love his description of the incident she uh, jumped in front of the car I could never have slowed down um, I had to reverse a couple of times to try and get away from her but I accidentally uh, ran over her a couple of times she was a witch she tried to get me with her claws uh, we were married she was my ex-wife but uh, she was also a witch and she jumped out of the car and tried to get me it obviously looks like that uh, she had eyes before I hit her, but I can guarantee you, uh, when I hit her, just sockets, all black. That was not me. Anyway, here is her will. She changed it in the last minute, uh, to match my handwriting. She thought that would be a nice little way to say, I love you, honey. Um... As she was, uh, flying towards the windscreen, screaming some sort of witch-like curse, uh, she was also rewriting the will. Anyway, I think it's only fair that I have the kids now. Where are the kids? It's like, she was walking with the kids. Her little, the little witch, little witch children are gone too. That's a, that's a shame. Well, at least their, at least their dad doesn't have to pay for witch college. You're being very on the nose now, sir. I won't have to pay, I won't have to pay witchimony anymore. Witch is pretty f- great if i'm honest with you so you kill you know it's your wife and you know now you're just making witch puns we, we have to arrest you sir he revs the engine that sounds like witch talk to me <laughs> i like that everyone who figures out what he's doing he kills for being a witch and goes back to the town where he's like a decorated hero <laughs> like they're like we have been witch free since officer patterson joined the force we didn't even know all these people were witches but he's taking them out his ex-wife his ex-wife's new boyfriend there's posters all around town promoting him as police chief with like just got a witch in a headlock he he goes to crime scenes and plants like black cats and wands (laughs) plants tiny cauldrons while driving blindly in reverse leonardo smashed the car into a wall immediately knocking himself out when he woke up officers had arrived on the scene who had heard his distress call but when they showed up no one could spot the witch-like figure. So... Is that weird? It's a little weird. You know, you got a witch who hit your windscreen, clawed at yeah. the the the, win- the windows, and then when you knock yourself out, and when everyone shows up, you know, she's gone. There's not a scratch. So he claims something that hundreds of years of scientific research and thought says is not real. Yeah. He says that attacks him. All of his colleagues come down to verify what happened and they said uh, nothing happened. They said nothing was there. They didn't know nothing happened. There is a high chance he had a bad dream, woke up startled, slammed reverse and then knocked himself out. It seems like it. It There is a chance. But also, I mean, yeah, sure. Hundreds of years of science have disproven the existence of witches. Mm. But... 
hundreds of years of science had also disproven floating humans, of which there have been multiple sightings in the area. So no spells <laughs> without wands is what I always say. I will, I'll give, give this to you. You know, this last one, uh, it isn't too compelling from an evidence standpoint. I mean, we do have hopefully a reputable officer, a man of the force. This isn't some sort of um, Unabomber style person living in the woods yeah. that's reporting a paranormal story, but rather someone deeply embedded in the system. Someone who doesn't gain from telling stories of witches. However, it's not as compelling because we don't have that evidence. We don't have the photographic stuff. But... What I will say is, this is substantially different to the other couple of cases. Mm -hmm. So I'm willing to park this one and we could focus on the floating humanoids. I actually, I hate two of the examples in this story. Because I, I really like, I think like the first example, this floating human just kind of hovering yep. in the sky. We had a couple of examples of those. I think that's terrifying. Yep. I think that's genuinely weird and paranormal. Yep. I don't know how to explain that at all. Yep. Bowser riding around the skies in a little Mario <laughs> Kart, I think is bullshit. And I really hate that I had to bring it up. And a, <laughs> and a witch flying into the windshield of a police officer. It's taking a really cool, unique... Uh, creepy paranormal story and just you know throwing gasoline on it. it it's not like some weird paranormal she creature had anymore. black sockets instead of a, okay yeah right. you know it's it's a, so ridiculous that it kind of ruins the other stories but to be fair this police officer uh, after the story underwent psychological uh, and drug testing Totally fine. Totally clear. So yeah. whether it was a figment of his imagination or he genuinely did get attacked by a witch that night you know, we'll never know. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Kit, when we bottle up our emotions, it can start to affect us negatively. Sometimes it's important that we get stuff off our chest. Tell me about it. I found a UFO in the forest and now this thing is attached to my chest. Jesus, that's an alien. Mm -hmm. All right, I was speaking metaphorically about dealing with emotions and talking about our feelings by using services like BetterHelp. I don't need to talk about my feelings. This thing can read my mind. Therapy can be a great way to set boundaries and become the best version of yourself. With BetterHelp, you can get matched with a licensed therapist that suits your needs. It's online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You're saying they can get things off my chest, like uh, Zonktar here? Don't give it a name. Maybe me and Zonktar can sign up for BetterHelp together. Give it a shot, and whatever it is, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Paranormal Life today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Paranormal Life. The problem is everyone could be psychologically sound, drug-free, but if they just miss a night's sleep, they're going to see witches flying at them, <laughs> especially when they're falling asleep in their squad car. 
waking up startled and reversing into a tree, yeah. they're going to see some shit. If, if there's anyone that is going to be sleep deprived, it shouldn't be an officer of the law yeah. with a firearm on his person. That's terrible. And an itchy trigger finger, apparently. Because <laughs> I've been sleep deprived before. Right. But I'm pretty harmless. I'm like a marshmallow underwater. Which steals a lot of old ladies' purses. Yeah, granted. But you can't blame me. It's in my nature. I'm a marshmallow. I'm a marshmallow. Look how cute I am and soft. Well, could have been me, the marshmallow. You've got a big scar across your face. You're in, like, the orange jumpsuit. (laughs) I'm just a marshmallow. Did you come straight from prison? We can't execute him soon enough. (laughs) Good luck executing me. I'm a marshmallow. Those human methods don't work on marshmallows. (laughs) You're just going to toast me. I become more delicious. They crank it up and my head explodes. (laughs) All right. I think we're about ready to come to a conclusion here. I think so. We've investigated four, five, six, maybe more stories of these humanoid creatures. We've got evidence (laughs) on the table. Half a piece of evidence between the five. Hey, we got two pictures, which is more than I can say for some of our previous episodes. Oh, yes, enough. Where's your head at here, Kit? Is it floating above the clouds or is it here on ground? My head is dangling limp in the atmosphere, freaking the f*** out of people. Like Superman. (laughs) This is definitely on the stranger side of all of the topics we've covered in the past. This is pretty much totally outside the normal dialogue of paranormal encounters. Usually there's some kind of trope, some kind of stereotype, some kind of mythical lineage throughout history that we can point to and say, look, people hundreds of years ago talked about this thing. This isn't like that at all. Yeah. This is something I've never heard of. I've never seen before. Yeah. That's why I was so excited when Ruth Bradford Harris emailed this in to our uh, suggestions email address, which is thisparanormallifepodcast at gmail.com. She uh, told me to investigate the flying humanoids of Mexico. uh, And I was like, this is so weirdly unique that this would probably make a great episode. And then when I Googled it, there's so, it's happened so many times. (laughs) There were so many cases of this that this is someone's Bigfoot yeah. You know, this is the Mexican floating Bigfoot. I think that does happen actually quite a lot when we uh, take the time to look outside the like normal Western stories that we tend to focus on because we're English speaking. So we look at Europe, we look at America, uh, all of that. But then, yeah, when we've done a few, you've covered a couple now in South America. Yeah. Uh, we, we've covered at least a few cases in Africa and things like that. And you definitely get the feeling that there's a completely different mythology. Like there's a whole different set of paranormal possibilities in different places around the world. Yeah. And it's so nice to investigate, you know, all these European cases before Brexit means Brexit. Yeah. And it's all coming back to to London. That's right. We're going to go London. We're going to do a six-part series on Cornwall. I just want UK ghosts on this UK podcast. All right? I want spring Jack. That'll be a six-part, well, probably. Well, we've done it, haven't we? <laughs> Shit. I want probably a haunted pub around here somewhere. We'll do that one as well. <laughs> just haunted British things. Haunted pint. Haunted Dole office. <laughs> Haunted <laughs> Big Ben. I'm pretty sure that's a gun, not a clock. So stay tuned for the post-Brexit podcast. I think for me personally, if we were just investigating this first story, this first recording of this human body floating across Mexico, 
I might have even been a yes. Mm. I think this is crazy as shit, and I have no explanation for how this has happened. But we're not. We're looking at this whole pie, and the rest of the pie is dirty. It's been dropped in a puddle of piss, and because of that, I think it's going to be a no from me this week. I think you're totally right. Uh, it would be really interesting if we could get some more dirt on this first humanoid in the sky. If we can find that video, we can track it down. Today, we don't have enough evidence to say that that's paranormal, so it's going to be a no today. Unfortunately, until we see the like dashboard cam yeah. of a witch smashing into a cop's windshield, <laughs> like cops style recording, yeah. I think it's going to remain a no, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But hey, it was a weird one. Thank you so much. Thanks to Ruth. To Ruth Bradford Harris for emailing that in. Always appreciate it. Guys, if you want us to investigate a paranormal tale that you have, or maybe you've got your own story you want us to investigate, make sure to send it in to this paranormal life podcast at gmail.com and we will get to you. Uh, we'll, we'll check out all the suggestions as soon as possible. If you enjoyed this week's podcast and you want to dive a little deeper into the world of the paranormal, well, buddy, We got some good news for you. We have a whole group of like-minded woke sheeple waiting to take you in to feed you some soup and bread and tell you all about our Lord and Savior, the truth. Yeah. Head on over to Facebook and join the This Paranormal Life Secret Society. Shh. Now, this is a... keep Keep it to yourself, right? But this is a pretty secret society. Like, you've got the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. You've got the secret society of the global humans of Earth. And I only know that one because I'm in it and I wasn't supposed to talk about it. I'm probably out right now. <laughs> I think I'm out for it. uttering the name. But above that, you have the This Paranormal Life Secret Society. Top secret place where you can join uh, everyone who listens to the show, talk about your favorite episodes, paranormal experiences. It's a great place to hang out with lots of fun, like-minded people. So tell all your friends, invite everyone along, but you know, keep it on the down low. Keep it on, keep it chill. Don't tell Don't anyone be or an you're out. About it. Exactly. And if you extra enjoyed the show and you want a little bit more out of what we can give you every week, every month, every year, you should check out patreon.com where for as little as $2 a month, you can get special rewards such as shout outs on the podcast, Ooh. bonus episodes, ah. and t-shirts, merch, incredible stuff. Whoa! It's definitely worth checking out if maybe you've blitzed through all the episodes and you're like, I would just love a backlog of golden nuggets right now. We, we get a lot of that. We get a lot of, hey guys, just discover the podcast. Uh-oh. Just listen to all 112 in a weekend. Yeah. What am I going to do? It's like, well, you know what? Did you know that if you give us five bucks, you can listen to like a billion backlog bonus episodes? <laughs> That's right. You don't just get future episodes. You get access to everything we've recorded so far. So definitely check that out if you need more episodes of the show. And as we said, if you do support us on Patreon, we like to shout you out right here at the end of the podcast. So let's shout out some cool cats. Special thank you to Brian Simpson. Uh-oh, it's crying Brian. 
Uh, known because ever since he's been a young child, he has some sort of curious condition where he, well, he's been crying since the day he was bloody born. He must be dehydrated as hell. Has to drink a lot of Pyrrhid, a lot of Gatorade, lots of the AIDS. Yeah. You know, uh, in any type of fizzy drink, he's just slugging down because it's coming out in colorful neon tears the next second. Someone was like, just drink some water, man. He went, no, only the AIDS. You're like, dude, you need to chill off the caffeine. Like, you're going crazy. <laughs> your, cry- your tears are nuclear blue right if now. If you were crying Pyrrhid, you'd say the same. <laughs> now drink my tears. You're probably right, Brian. Yeah, his tears are probably a delicacy in some parts. Anyway, whatever. Thanks, Brian, for supporting us. Thanks, Brian. Thanks also to Brenton Owen. Brenton's usually owing people a lot of cash, so it's nice to see that he's got some to put on Patreon. That's nice. Glad to hear it, Brenton. Unless you borrow that money to give to us, and now you're owing people even more. I think he might be borrowing from us and giving back to us. It's a weird little psychological trick. You lent him money? Oh, yeah, a bad amount. Brenton Owen? The Owen's Owen brother? He's. Someone told me that he, he needed the cash to get through his final year of uni. Right. And then it turns out he's some type of Van Wilder character. He's been at uni for 25 years. No way he needs the money. Just missing class and listening to our podcast. I love it. Thanks, Owen. I don't. Thanks also to Alex Parnell. Alex Parnell. More like Alex Carnell. This is the guy that holds the land speed record for the fastest race car driver. That is until, uh uh-oh, an eyeless Ah! witch went through the windscreen. It has unbelievable parallels with today's story. Happens to the best of us, brother. No one believed him at the time, but I think today's episode might cast a new light on that uh, incident. I've been saying it for years. Witches are here to stop humans from exceeding the the confines of human capability. Mm -hmm. Anytime Mm -hmm. a human does something impressive, a witch throws themselves in front of them, tripping them up, making them crash. You know, when Michael Phelps was at the Olympics trying to get that gold... You best believe there are witches under there, under the waves. <laughs> Butterfly swim flipping right into his path. Huge part of his training regimen is to bat away wenches under <laughs> so, the water. So I'm glad that you're still alive and in one piece and you can support us. Thank you. Thank you also to Ryan Rogers. Ryan Roger, the tax dodger. <laughs> yeah, I know how this guy sending <laughs> us money every month. Yeah, that's right. I'm saying it. That's pretty illegal. It's very illegal, but hell, if he saves a couple bucks every Every month and he sends them our way i ain't gonna rat him out if he saves money we benefit and society loses that is a triple win <laughs> ladies and gentlemen it's good for the commune it's good for us and the government makes a little bit less money which we love because that's less funding for the cia fbi and those fat cats at the top because the less money they have the less they can afford to make shit classified exactly they'll have to start declassifying documents by the dozen to keep themselves afloat to save ink they don't have they can't buy all those sharpies they're like just send it out we're dry (laughs) thank you also to kieran owen you thought crying brian was bad meet tieran kieran 
This guy wasn't even born with eyeballs. What? Just two holes where water fired out like super soakers. Took the doctor right out the window of the hospital. The moment he was born. It's insane. <laughs> the doctor flew out the window, splatted on the ground, sp straight into an ambulance that drove two feet to the front of the hospital. And now he's a patient. Unbelievable. Circle of life. That's beautiful. I think so too. That's probably why he was crying so much. Thanks, Kieran. Thanks also to Oscar Watson. What's up, Oscar? How are things going, buddy? What's up? Uh, Oscar, I apologize that I butchered um, the pronunciation of your second name. But one thing I won't butcher ever is the love and support that you send to us every month. Because I think that would stop it. So, <laughs> And I don't want that to happen. So, Oscar, I'm glad you told me what's on. What's on? What's on? <laughs> I'm glad what's, what's going on. You're fine. It's good to know. Thank you. you Unless you got anything to add. You, you don't know he's fine. You're just guessing he's I'm fine. just guessing. Yeah, he's probably fine. Thanks, Oscar. Thank you also to David Tyson. David, there's something quite enticing about you. I can't put my finger on it, but you're like a siren, David. Wait, is siren the evil one? Which one's the sh the, the evil one? Yeah, it's the evil one. Because the mermaid is... In. Yeah, because the mermaid's like the sexy, like, ooh, I'm, I'm, come, on, come on, make out. No, wait, that's the that's siren. The, that's both of them, really. Yeah, I got a thing for mermaids, guys. I haven't like come up we, much on the podcast. Not like we did an episode on it or anything. <laughs> yeah, I, I I was very aroused the entire episode. <laughs> Didn't really concentrate. And hell, David, your support arouses me just the same. Whoa. So thank you so much for your support. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Thank you also to Randy McLeod. Randy Pandy Puddingham Pie kissed the girls and made them die. Whoa. Yeah, weird twist there. Randy actually has the kiss of death. Oh my goodness, like some yeah. kind of mafioso. Yeah, I mean, when he came out, he uh, actually kissed uh, <laughs> the same doctor that had recovered from the first injury, and the doctor just dropped on the spot. God bless that man. I know, they had to defibrillate him and everything, bring him back, and he was like, oh, I don't know what that was, like, I'm so glad that you're back, doctor, and Randy was like, so am I, doctor, and then kissed him again, and he dropped to oh, the floor. They should not let that. Of baby kiss anything. So, Randy, I hope your lips are on lockdown, uh, but we appreciate the love and support that you send us every month. So, thank you. Thanks also to Dom Butler. We should change the Patreon to Patreon because he's the only son of a bitch funding this thing. <laughs> I'm kidding. Dom, you are you. Your support uh, is is a card in the house of cards that we have built. Yes, the slightest gust of wind will shatter it to the floor. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you are the hunchback of this patriotom. You are the Joker in the pack. Honestly, you are the two, <laughs> Dom. You are not wild. You are. <laughs> you can't trump anything. But you know, you get four doms together. You got you. That's a that's something. I don't know. I don't know poker. I don't know shit about poker. What's four? Four of a kind. You lost. <laughs> they take all your chips away. No, but I had a dom. <laughs> I had a legit dom. They're like, we've never seen those cards before. That's not a regulation deck. Get out of here. They're boning us, dom. But unfortunately, you didn't have any money to lose because you gave it to us. Thanks, dom. Thanks also to JP. You ever hear the uh, the major uh, company JP Morgan Chase? Yeah. JP stands for JP. He founded it? Oh, yeah. That's insane. He looks about 17 in this photo as well, which is pretty nuts. So bizarre. What is he doing now? I think he retired at 14. Wow. But he said whenever he left the company, he said you can never f*** 
and change the name. It's my name till I die. He took his $14 billion cut and invested it all into snacks and video games Whoa. at the ripe old age of 14. The only thing more valuable in 2019 than investment banking is snacks and video games. Exactly. They're they're good for life, baby. Uh, so thank you, JP, for taking time out of your hectic Leonardo DiCaprio-esque beach lifestyle <laughs> to uh, support us on Patreon. It means a lot. And lastly, but not leastly, thank you to Killian Devitt. Killian Devitt likes to rev it. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> is that a witch I see? <laughs> <laughs> this thing is smashing headfirst into the windshield of Killian's <laughs> Toyota Prius. He has been absolutely taken out. Listen, folks, Killian, you should understand this more than anyone. We need to be out there on the streets haunting witches mm-hmm. 24-7. And only then can humans fulfill the need for speed. Because we ain't never going to make it to Mars going slowly. And the second that humans try and go fast, there's going to be space witches in the engines. This is the one problem that Elon cannot crack, people. So I hope, hope that we can rid the world of witches together and you can finally get up to that hundo mile an hour that you're hoping for. Thank you so much to to everyone who we just shouted out. If you're waiting on your shout out, don't worry. We've got a little bit of a backlog, but we're getting through it. Everyone's going to get their shout out. It's all coming. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of This Paranormal Life. Remember to kill witches anytime you see them. And we'll be back next week with a brand new paranormal tale. Ciao. Ciao.